seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, friend. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy. Hello, hello, welcome. So excited that you're here for this episode. If you are new to the show, hey, 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 welcome to my corner of the podcast internet. Again, my name is Talia Joy. I am a guide in your awakening, helping you to manifest, helping you to develop your intuition, helping you to tune into your soul's purpose and become all that you came here to be no big deal. (laughs) But really, I am a guide here helping you on this awakening journey because you are going through a massive awakening. And in that we go through it all from triggers to rock bottoms to dark nights of the soul. Things are breaking down. Things feel stuck, stagnant. We have then incredible breakthroughs. We learn lessons. We dive deeper into ourselves. We learn how to take care of ourselves and love ourselves and heal those wounds. It's a big, dense experience for us old souls. And when you're going through an awakening, this is exactly what is happening as you are evolving as a soul. You are awakening to the something more. If If you want to hear more about that, the previous episode, All About Awakening, is really packed with gold. I really enjoyed recording that, and I feel like it really um, helps you to understand that awakening is tough, but it's really for a beautiful and good and big reason. So if you're here today, welcome. I'm so excited to be here in this episode. We're talking all about creating a daily practice, and I'm going to go Talia style on this. I want you to understand what I mean by daily practice, how to make make one that changes your life, how to understand why, or, or not how to understand, but I want you to understand why we create a daily practice, what that actually means. And I'm going to help you to create it. And I'm really excited to dive into all those things. And if you're looking for more support with creating a daily practice, maybe you have a daily practice, but you've just been running out of ideas. You need more support, maybe new tools, rituals, ideas, things like that. Or maybe you don't have any daily practice. And in your mind, you keep hearing, you know, showing up for yourself and having a daily practice and self-care practices. And I should be meditating more. I should be journaling more. If that's coming through for you, there's some truth to it, but there's also, of course, the ego being like, shed, shed, shed. So the truth is the higher self saying, we want to connect with you daily. We want you to connect with spirit, to connect with yourself. Even if it's not spirit for you, it's connecting to yourself, connecting to the present moment, bringing your energy to a peaceful place. That is the nudge coming through is that they want you, when I say they to anyone that's new, I connect with my spirit team. I call them um, the team of light and your spirit team is talking to you as well, whether you know it or not. So sometimes those inner nudges are actually your spirit team or your spirit guide or your soul or your highest self coming through to say, Hey, we want you to anchor in more often. We want you to pour back into yourself. And we're going to get way more in depth with that about why they're calling you to do that. Um, 
And then the ego can be like, I should do this. I should be doing yoga. I should be doing journaling. And I want you to let, I want you to let, (laughs) I want to let you know today, and we will go through this, is your daily practice doesn't have to be one thing, but the whole reason behind it and why you're being called to create a daily practice of some sort is because spirit is calling you to come back into yourself, as I'm saying, to spend time with yourself, to focus on grounding your energy, coming to the present moment and creating a ritual or a routine where you show up for yourself. So if you've had this nudge and you're obviously here, which is incredible, this is going to be such a good episode, but if you've had this nudge where you're looking for either new tools or you're starting from ground zero and you need to get into a routine where you show up for yourself, I am really excited to tell you that starting August 1st, I have a 14-day challenge starting, and it's called the Daily Practice Challenge. So I'm going to leave the the link in the show notes below if you want to join the Daily Practice Challenge. And what I'm going to be doing, similar to my other challenges that have been so popular, some of the most popular things I've done, probably because there's been such a large amount of people that have gone through the challenges, it is the most incredible energy, especially the live rounds. They're so powerful, but similar to other challenges, what I'm going to do is I'm making all of the practices really manageable. So in a lot of the other challenges, like the manifesting for empaths challenge or the best self every day challenge, everything takes 10 minutes or less. There's always opportunity to extend it more. If there's journal prompts or there's a meditation, you could make it longer always, but I know you're busy and that's part of what gets in the way of the daily practice. And so in this challenge and also in this episode, I'm really going to break down how it doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be this big healing, weeping, crying, purging experience every day for you to master the energy of a daily practice and for it to help you to manifest, to heal, to move forward in your life. It doesn't have to take a long time. So in this challenge, I'm creating some that some are just 10 minutes, um, some are maybe 15, but nothing is going to be very long. None of the practices are very long because they are here to support you in your busy life. And especially if you're in the Northern hemisphere, I guess, of the the world, we are often on, or we are right now on summer vacation for anyone that has kids. So often we have less time. I know my client moms, my mom clients, (laughs) as well as myself, when the kids are home, we have less time in the summer. A lot of us are busy. There's lots of distraction. However, we cannot neglect ourselves. So if this is calling to you, I highly recommend joining in the daily practice challenge from August 1st to August 14th. It is going to be so powerful. You can check the link below if you want to join or you want to see the information. I've made it cost effective so that it's accessible for most people. And it's really going to help you to recalibrate your energy, to be manifesting more, and most importantly, learning the essential sort of lesson of your life, which is how to show up for yourself. It's going to be Talia style, very potent exercises that go a long way. And it's been so fun to create these because all of them are brand new. I created some movement practices, hypnosis, meditation, journal prompts, all of them are brand new. So I'm just going to say the last thing on this, and then we're going to dive into the episode. In this daily practice challenge, you also get access to a daily practice vault um, of sorts, I guess, or a daily practice library. So during the challenge, if there's ever one practice that comes 
comes through that doesn't resonate with you, there's actually a daily practice library that you can use any of those in any of the days. And once the challenge is done, you will have access forever to the daily practice library and all of the practices that we did in the 14 days. So even after the 14 days are done, you will now have more than 20 practices that you can bring into your daily practice and to create it for the rest of your life. So you can add it into the things you're already doing. You can sample from some of the ones that really resonated. There's going to be downloads. There's going to be videos that you can use over and over again for your entire life. So really what I'm doing here is helping to guide you through creating a daily practice, offering you new practices and rituals, but also, I love to say this, teaching you to fish, (laughs) but giving you the library that you can then dive in at any time. And now you have more than, or I think it's going to be about 20 new practices that you can use at any time. And as I said, hypnosis, movement, meditation, journaling, there's even an EFT one. It's really, really powerful. So I cannot wait to see you in the daily practice. If you join for August 1st, we will be going through the live round together. This is where I open up a private Facebook group. We go through day by day. I'm checking in every day. You're letting me know how the practices feel, and I'm going to really support you and help you to learn how to show up for yourself. So the link is below. I hope to see you there. Let's move on with the episode. Okay, so I want to start by, okay, I want to start by laying foundation. But what I really want to say that really needs to be understood is all that spirit, source, the universe, God wants for you. This is my, this is my interpretation. This is my truth. All that spirit wants for you over this lifetime and really all your lifetimes is to step into self-worthiness, is to step into valuing yourself, coming back to your truth, which is something I talk a lot about in Activated with our core values and our true essence with my clients. What is your truth? What is authentic to you? Who are you really, right? It's this exploration, but all source wants for you is for you to step back into your unique light. You had this as a child, You've had this at other times in your life, that true, naturally magnetic self. And the biggest quality of the truly naturally magnetic self is standing in her or their worth, their value, seeing themselves as a worthy person, seeing for us to honor ourselves, for us to honor our truth, our authenticity, to speak our voice, to be in confidence with who we are, not needing to change, not, you know, trying to be more like somebody else, not loving yourself only if you lose the weight or only when your hair is freshly dyed or whatever it is. It's loving yourself as you are right now, the way that you were made. That's what source wants for you. And I, the reason why the best way I can describe it is that Spirit made you as you are perfectly on perfect, on perfect, perfectly on purpose. Whether you have a birthmark that you think is ugly that you try to hide, or you're really short, or you're really tall, or your nose is crooked, or whatever it is, you were made perfect. You were made as the perfect, unique expression for what you came here to do, what you came here to overcome. It's all perfect. And I say that lightly, but also in total, like I totally believe it 100%. And the reason I was saying that about lightly is because I have clients 
that have just gone through the most imaginable, unimaginable shit, like horrible abuse in all the ways. And I'm not saying like, it's perfect. It's great. Like it's been some fairy tale because most likely you've been through some horrific shit that you did not deserve that probably fucked with your confidence and your worthiness and how you viewed yourself and probably left you feeling like you should be something else or you're too this, you're too that. I know that, you know, I've always dealt with being too sensitive and I always, as you guys know, had a really hard relationship with my body about feeling like I didn't have the right body and I rejected my body and pain and body image. And like my entire life has been about trying to be something else until I dove deeper into my awakening in the healing journey, the last the last 10 years, really, when I went into recovery with my eating disorder, but even the last five years, the last two years, really recognizing I am meant to be me as I am right now. And you too, in your snort laugh, in your freckles, in your awkwardness in a social situation, I'm really just talking to myself because I have freckles and I'm awkward in social situations, but this is who you're meant to be. And all that spirit wants for you is to step into your worthiness, is to step back into what I call your whole authentic self, the you that values yourself. And that's why I talk about those core values and about speaking your truth and about being real with who you are in integrity with who you truly are are. Being able to speak up, being able to have confidence. This also includes as we move into a place of self-worthiness, we naturally, and this takes healing work, right? My clients move through this over time. I've moved through this over time and I never claim to be perfect either because it's going to be a journey till the day I die. And that's for all of us, it's a journey. But when we move into higher self-worthiness, we stop feeling like such a victim in our life, a victim to our parents and maybe the abuse or the abandonment, a victim to just life in general, a victim to the economy, a victim to our circumstances. And I don't say this to make fun of anybody. I'm never the person being like, just stop fucking being the victim, like move on. I think it's so harsh because so many of us have been shown that life lets us down, that people let us down. We haven't been able to depend on people or we've been abandoned or we've been bullied or we've been told over and over again that we're not good enough or we've been cheated on or anything else. So it's understandable that you may not have the highest confidence in the world because of what you've been through, but the time is now. Just got full body goosebumps. Spirit is calling you into this. And the part that you're going to be recognizing on your healing journey around this time is that all of that shit was false. It wasn't really real. You deserve to be in confidence. You deserve to take care of yourself, to love yourself, to honor yourself, to cherish yourself. And I'm just going to give a really quick example. This episode is going a little bit sideways because I just want to really reinforce how your one job is to come back into worthiness. And we're going to get into how this comes into a daily practice. But I just wanted to say that, say the example of, you know, someone grows up, Maybe their dad has 
addiction issues and ends up leaving or passing away or like leaving the family. And it's very understandable for that kid, especially as a kid. I talk about this in our, in my book, in our book, in my book, it's all of our books. Um, how kids are very self-centered. And I don't mean that in a bad way of like, you're so self-centered. It's they're centered around self and they have this incredible ability to make things their fault and to internalize. So if the dad has addiction issues and leaves or the mom and dad are always fighting, the kid will you hear about this in child psychology and you know, you, you, this is very well researched and well documented that kids will internalize it. So if dad has an addiction and he leaves, a kid may pick up something about like, if I was better behaved, then he wouldn't have gone. Or if I was more worthy of love, like why didn't he show up for me? If I, I must not be worthy of love and attention. And this is like, I am not giving you an exact example from my life, but I had this exact thing of feeling unlovable, feeling like my family didn't care, that my mom didn't care, that she didn't care for my needs. It wasn't that I was put in harm's way necessarily, but I always felt like I wasn't enough, like there was criticism. And so we as children have an incredible ability to internalize things. And especially if there's abuse or any kind of dysfunction in the household while you're growing up, you will have somehow made it your fault. And that's normal. That is what kids do. I guess it's like a coping strategy or I guess it's a survival thing to try to see like how I can prevent this from happening again. If I become a better student, then mom and dad won't fight. Or if I, you know, don't have any needs and don't act out, then they'll be happier. Whatever it is, kids do this. So whatever you've believed about yourself, maybe you were bullied, maybe you had a learning disability or something you were told when you were a kid, you were different for some reason. Maybe you came to this country, a different, from a different country and you sort of felt like you stuck out, or maybe you were poor and you were made fun of for that or whatever it was, whatever it was that made you feel not good enough in your entire life, it was fucking false. And this is like, this is so much bigger than I can even fully explain in this episode. But in that situation with the kid that has the dad leave, from an adult perspective, we know that that couldn't have been the kid's fault. Even if the parent struggled with addiction and then say the mom got pregnant and the dad's freaking out going like, I don't want to be a dad, I'm out of here. That's still nothing to do with that gorgeous, perfect, beautiful little baby that is worthy of love, protection, and nurturing. So even if your parents broke up and a parent said to you, it's because you were too stressful, it's not true. It's never the child's fault. I have, and I, I'm saying this very, very sensitively, I really hope that this doesn't offend anyone. It's kind of like, in the horrible circumstances when a woman is maybe sexually abused and they could they could receive shame and we've heard about this i hope this isn't you but if this is you i love you so much but receiving shame around like well she dressed in a short skirt so she deserved it right of fucking course we know that is so false that it is never okay to sexually abuse someone so no matter what happened to you, no matter who said that it's your fault, it's not. It never, ever was. There's nothing you did to deserve 
what, what happened to you, whether it was bullying, abandonment, neglect, abuse, you never deserved it no matter what. So as we become that, so, okay, I've gotten off. I, I mean, it's also relevant, but source made you perfect. Something came along in your life or multiple things that made you feel like you were not worthy. Now is the time to realize they are all false. You are worthy and deserving of love, of nurturing, of being lifted up and being supported. And that's just that. And all spirit wants for you is to come back into your full worthiness, to love yourself, to see yourself the way that source sees you, to see yourself the way that your spirit team sees you. So that was a big, long rant. Thank you so much. I feel like somebody needed to hear that. How this comes into a daily practice is that a daily practice can be spiritual, it could be exercise, it could be meditation, it could be journaling, it could be going for a walk, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be just connecting to spirit, could be connecting to your to nature, to your body, to yourself, to the present moment, could be grounding. But what a daily practice is, is the essence of it is not something, it's not something that you should do. It's not something that like, oh, um, like enlightened people do it and I should. A daily practice is about you showing up for you. It's about you learning and practicing showing up for you. So this is coming from somebody, me, who has endless shoulds, right? I should do yoga. I should meditate. Oh, I should have done that meditation. Oh, I should have done that journal prompt. I should have done. And it was crippling me. I'd be like, I, I know I want to do yoga every day, or I know I want to go for walks. Like, why don't I? And I really should. And then one day, about like less than a year ago, one day it just clicked. I heard, my dear, you're just practicing showing up for you. And I stripped away all the bullshit and realized that a daily practice is just me practicing showing up for me, which is not something that has been normal. That's not something that I have had lots of practice that I'm a pro at. It's an ongoing journey of practicing showing up for me because I am worth it. So just quickly to make that connection between worth and the daily practice and having a daily practice is that spirit wants you to come into your worth. That's all it wants. So when you create a daily practice that nourishes you and makes you feel good, you are doing something so much more powerful than any like just manifestation practice or just some sort of chant or just some sort of journaling to manifest a thing by pouring back into yourself because that amplifies your natural magnetism and has you actually on the path of why the fuck you came here. You didn't come here just to make a million dollars or to buy a house. You get to do those things. Spirit wants you to do those things, but it's only going to comply or the universe is only going to truly back you up in that overflow experience that you desire when you get the memo that life is about learning how to show up for yourself. The whole point of healing work is to come back to your natural confidence, to dissolve away the part of you that feels unworthy. That is what heals self-sabotage. That is what heals doubt and fear that takes us over. Low self-worth, low self-esteem, self-harming behaviors in any kind, whether it's abandoning ourselves, not exercising even though we want to, or maybe it's drugs, or maybe it's self-harm in a different way. All of that 
is a product of not feeling worthy in your life. And that's all spirit wants for you. You will not manifest with a special mantra if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't believe in having, if you don't have that natural esteem for yourself. And it doesn't mean that you're like 10 out of 10 confident all the time. It doesn't mean that every single insecurity and every single worry goes away, but it's you starting to practice. I am worth showing up for. I am worth showing up for. I'm worth doing yoga. I'm worth drinking water. I'm worth taking my supplements. I'm worth journaling. I'm going to do this for myself because I'm fucking worth it. And that's it. I'm going for a walk because I am worth it. So I wanted to set the energy tone to say a daily practice isn't something outside of yourself that you should do or that that's going to be the way you manifest. The daily practice, yes, will be the way you manifest, but it's because you're finally starting to see how worthy you are of feeling good of stretching, of journaling, of taking a moment out, taking a time out. So now I want to get more into the more specifics about the daily practice and how to create one that actually changes your life. So let's first and foremost, remember that a daily practice is you practicing showing up for you, nothing more. When we practice showing up for ourselves, it's a consistency. If we miss one day, we just come back the next day because it's a practice. We're practicing how to love ourselves. We're practicing how to show up for ourselves. So the next thing I want to say that I've, I've talked about in other episodes, I believe, I'm oh, sorry if you heard that. I believe that a daily practice doesn't have to be the same thing every day. And in fact, for some personalities like myself, doing the same thing every day makes me want to barf. It makes me feel restricted. It makes me feel bound. And I lose enthusiasm very quick when it's like the same thing every day. I got to mix it up. Same with the same exercise every day. Like it's good for a few days. There's safety and security and a plan. But after that, I get really bored. So I believe in creating um, practices and rituals that change all the time or that are different variations of things you like to do. So in my book, if you have If you have received Manifest This Shit, it's a manifestation and coloring book. In there is a page because it's an activity book and a coloring book. It's like the best ever. Um, The link is in the show notes. If you want to see, it's on Amazon. Um, But there's a page in there called The Sacred Ritual Builder. And I'm going to give this out to people in the challenge because I think it's so helpful. I'm going to give a copy of this PDF. So what I do is I have a master list of all the things that I enjoy doing that make me feel connected to myself. And so it could, it could be connected to spirit. It could be connected to my body. So for example, on my list, and this is also a lot of the day, the daily ritual builder, I have put the things that naturally come to me. So you will add new things for yourself, but on my list is guided meditation. I have lots of meditations on my phone, access through different programs and people. You can find them on YouTube, you know, all over the place. So there's guided meditation, pulling cards, like angel cards. There's EFT, breath work, intuitive dance, praying, doing a chakra clearing on myself, mirror affirmations, lighting sage, Palo Santo, or um, incense, clearing my energy, maybe coloring or art, doing something creative. There's a candle intention where you gaze at a candle and speak your intention. There's general journaling. 
There is stretching. There is setting our intentions for the day. That could be a daily practice where we take 10 minutes to just set our intentions for the day. It could be reading a nourishing book, spending 10, 20 minutes, half an hour, whatever you have, five minutes even, reading a book that you know inspires you. Just open it to a random page or you know reading whatever, reading your favorite chapters. There's mala beads and saying affirmations or prayer. I love mala prayer. Um, there's present moment meditations where we focus on the present moment. We come to our senses. It doesn't have to be guided. It can be something you just do on your own. As I said, there's candle gazing. There's a gratitude list. Maybe it's going out in nature. Maybe it's writing out what you want to release. Maybe it's yoga, intuitive exercise, regular exercise, going for a walk, going for a run. Maybe there's a bath with essential oils or rose petals or whatever you want to put in there. There's dream life statements, which is something I love to do where we are stating out in the first or in the first person our dream life. It's like scripting. There's grounding, there's visualization. So there's so many examples of what makes you feel good. Like to me or to you, ask yourself, what does a daily ritual look like? And then saying to yourself like that kind of stuff, pulling cards, lighting a candle, praying, just sending a message to my spirit guides, like asking out loud, present moment, you know, all these things. And then what we do is we practice consistently showing up for ourselves. So one of my favorites, and this is going to be in the, in the, um, ritual vault, the daily practice vault in the challenge. But one of my favorite things to do is I call it 10 minutes for me. And I set a timer for 10 minutes and I literally just, I often get up and dance. I usually put on music and then see where it takes me. I have a whole playlist for like intuitive dance and stuff. I'll just set the timer for 10 minutes, put on a song, start dancing around. Sometimes I end up on my yoga mat in like a stretch. Sometimes I just start like laughing and dancing and twirling. Sometimes it ends up in like me shaking, like in a good way, like shaking out the energy or jumping jacks to like move that energy through. And I'll spend 10 minutes just freestyling it, feeling into what I need. Often I get into some hip openers or I have my hand on my heart and I'm just like moving emotion through me, intuitive movement to help me process what's going on. So in this 10 minutes for me, you can set a timer, you can do multiple things, you could dance around for two minutes and then sit in like write in a journal how you're feeling today, how you want to feel in your life. You could then do a meditation, like it can be anything. You could pull cards. I just love the 10 minutes for me because I'm often very crunched on time. And if I tell myself it's just 10 minutes, then it allows me to just do it, right? Same with exercise or anything else. It's just 10 minutes or it's just a short 20 minute yoga. Then I can get through it. And often at the end of that 10 minutes, sometimes I'm not done yet and I want to just do it more. I want to end it with going for a walk. So what I want to say about a daily practice is that first and foremost, it's you practicing showing up for you. So make a list. What feels nourishing to me? What are some daily practices that make me feel lit up? Thinking of the different things you've learned. One that I love to do is to fill up a big glass of water. Think about what I'm desiring in my life. And then as I'm drinking the water, I make it, um, like I drink it all in one go or like, you know, a bunch of different sips. But as I'm drinking it, I picture myself like swallowing my intention, like bringing it into my body. So as I'm drinking it, I'm drinking abundance or a best-selling book or just having a really good day. So there's things like that, that you maybe have learned that you're like, oh yeah, that, 
There's cup of tea meditation or uh, manifestation ritual. If anyone remembers way back in the day, I don't even remember what program that was in, but one of my favorites is a cup of tea, same thing as the water, but I make tea with the intention of abundance or, you know, to solve this problem or a smooth vacation or whatever it is that I'm wanting. And I'm making the tea and as I'm stirring or I'm letting the tea bag steep and then after I'm blowing on it, the whole cup is my intention. And as I sit there, I usually like to go outside or maybe just in quiet somewhere, sipping the tea, thinking about what I want to create in my life, whatever that intention is. So it can be very simple, but the whole purpose is for you to do something nourishing for you and starting to think, what have I done for myself today? Not just, did I book a massage? They actually want you to do things that are like free that you can do right now. And a massage is amazing. A pedicure is amazing. Going to a yoga class, amazing. Those are all perfect, beautiful things you can do to pour back into yourself. But we also need to think of things that we can do right here, right now, that we don't need a bunch of fancy external things. We don't need money to do it. We don't need somebody else to do it. We do it for us. So creating something and making this big list. And then in the morning, asking yourself, what do I feel like doing today? And I'll often combine them. So sometimes I often do the 10 minutes for me, or if I'm not in a time crunch, I don't set a timer and I'll look at my list and I'll go, okay, I want to pull cards and then journal on the cards. It's like a mix and match, but I don't want to do that every day. Maybe on Mondays, I want to pull a card and journal on it. But then Tuesday, I want to dance. I want to go outside and run. I want to walk. I want to, you know, nourish myself. I want to maybe meditate with my hand on my heart and just be open for spiritual guidance. Like whatever it is, it's about me showing up for me more than it is about doing a specific ritual that will get you a specific result. Do you know what I mean? The whole purpose is you showing up for you. And if someone told me that I, you know, I put on music and I danced in front of the mirror and I said loving things to myself, I'd be like, hell yeah, you did. That is perfect. So where I want to go to here is why we choose a daily ritual and a daily practice and how creating one, how to create one that changes your life. So creating one that changes your life involves you doing the ones that feel the best, especially the ones that feel the most nourishing that feel like you're pushing yourself to really give this time to yourself. Again, it can even be 10 minutes. It's remembering to show up for yourself as soon as you notice like, oh, I'm not doing it to put on that timer and just dance for 10 minutes and say to yourself, okay, that was me showing up for myself. It's doing it. It's making it enjoyable and pleasure filled, making it be you don't do a meditation. Someone else says to do if you're bored through the whole thing, like just don't even fucking bother. Even if 25 people are like, this is the most powerful meditation. You should do it. If you're not in a meditation mood or if guided meditations don't do it for you, don't do it. You are better to go out for a walk you're better to go to nature and be visualizing the things that you're calling into your experience. Maybe for you, it's creating a vision board. Maybe for you, it's some sort of journaling that is going to be more powerful. If it doesn't resonate with you, you have to pick things that work for you. So another thing about a daily practice is if you think of law of attraction, law of attraction is always bringing you who you are being more of who you are being. So if you're taking 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, maybe more, to yourself every day or most days, you have this big pocket of time, even 10 minutes, you have this pocket of time where you are feeling good. 
when I'm dancing around, when I'm reading a really enriching book, when I'm pulling cards for myself, when I'm journaling in a way that feels good to me, my vibration rises because I feel good. And in this busy life, we're often not taking time to focus on us. So when you're feeling good, you're actually upping your vibration. You're giving yourself more resilience later when shit hits the fan, when the kids are a lot or you know, you have a big project more at work or whatever, you have more resilience because you're pouring into yourself. You're creating this little pocket of going to what Wayne Dyer calls your inner Tahiti. And you visit this place, this place of well-being, this place that feels good. And it doesn't matter what it is. You can do it on a walk. You can do it in the shower. You can do it laying on your yoga mat. You could do it in a yoga class. You can do it in silence. You can do it with your earbuds in. You could listen to frequency, like Hertz frequency music, music as you go on a walk. You can do anything that feels good to you, but the main focus is that it's you time. It's time to build yourself up. It's time to practice showing up for you. Some days when I'm really packed and I notice that self-sabotage, like I can tell it's one of those days I'm probably going to put it off and not do it. I will set my timer for 10 minutes, sometimes even five minutes, and I'll just go on my yoga mat. And because I know yoga well, I will just do like an intuitive flow. I'll do a couple down dogs, maybe a beautiful nourishing stretch. I'll just do a couple things like free flow. And then after those five minutes, I feel so good. And the next thing I want to say is while you're doing it, say to yourself, repeat to yourself, this is me showing up for me. This is me showing up for me. I say out loud, I'm going to do yoga now because I'm worth it. There's nobody around to hear me. I'm literally saying it to myself. I'm going to do yoga now because I'm worth it. This is me showing up for me. Declare it out into the universe. Have a new intention behind it. It's not something you should do. It's not something that you're either on the track or off the track. You came here for a growth experience. You came here to transcend where you currently are at, to manifest miracles and abundance and success in all the forms that involves you. And there's no way to override it. It involves you learning how to show up for yourself, how to show up authentically, how to find your sparkle, how to be your sparkle. This is what the true manifestation will include. And one of the last things I want to say is if a client comes to me and they're like, how do I manifest this? Even if I give them specific tools on like, okay, picture the end scene and embody it and pretend it's already come and you're celebrating or whatever it is that comes up intuitively or practically for them, it won't work if they are not showing up for themselves because the vibration you hold is what actually goes out to manifest. So if I'm going like, I want to be a millionaire or like I can see that best-selling book and I can feel it and it's exciting. If I'm going into the rest of my day, just depleted, just never showing up for myself and in any kind of ritual, then it's just not going to work. So on top of a ritual, a daily practice, upping your vibration, even 10 minutes a day at the end of the week, that's 70 minutes of a high vibration of good feelings. So now if you are spiritual, like I am, and want to connect to spirit, some of those days we can have it being spirit, spiritual practices where we're asking, talking to our guides or going into a deep meditation, connecting with a spirit guide or praying or any of these things that I've talked about, even intuitive movement, I feel spirit moving through me. That's also 10 minutes or however many minutes of connecting to spirit. 70 minutes at the end of the week where I've connected to spirit that has 
no impact other than good. <laughs> There's nothing bad that can come from this type of thing. So what I want to say today is your daily practice is your success plan. Find what works for you. If you need new ideas, join in the daily practice challenge. If you want to be guided and take you through 14 days so that you get even deeper what these rituals look like, you get these new resources, new ideas. If that doesn't you know, fit for you or it's not in the cards right now to go through this challenge, start thinking of those daily practices that you enjoy doing. I gave you a huge list. There can be things like gratitude, going for walks is showing up for you. Going for a nice walk after dinner is you showing up for your body. Taking yourself out for a date is you showing up for you. You taking a day off to just go out and explore the mountains. That's you taking time for you. You journaling at the end of a day, meditating, taking 10 minutes of silence before you start your day at the end, whatever it is, that's you showing up for you. You have to find your way. For some people, something like EFT is like all they want to do every day. Other people, meditation. Other, But most of us need to try a bunch of different tools. And if I'm feeling particularly stuck, I like to go into more deep healing meditations. If I'm feeling really, really good, I love to dance and be expressive. I love to be in nature anytime. So what I'm going to challenge you to do is every day have a little pocket where you show up for you and start thinking, when is the best time to do that given my schedule? I personally don't dump anything on my eight o'clock PM self because at the end of a long day with kids and work and all this stuff, I'm tired. I do not say I'm going to do yoga at night. Sometimes I actually do because it feels good. I actually end up doing the yoga, but I never say that to myself. I never put anything on my evening self because that's not my prime time. But some people it is when the house is quiet, the kids go to bed. It's the perfect time for a workout or a meditation or a walk along around the block. I want you to start thinking of that. Maybe on your lunch break at work, you could go for a walk around the block instead of sitting, scrolling on your phone or, you know, whatever it is. Maybe before you go into work or before you start your day, you could take five minutes of silence to just picture the day ahead of you and how you want it to go, to send a prayer to your spirit team, to ask for a sign from your spirit team and watch for that sign. It really doesn't matter what you do, but I'm going to encourage you to pick a pocket of five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is, and commit to yourself. This isn't a should. This is you showing up for yourself and you are fucking worth it. You always have been. And it's going to be the secret to you moving into your next level. Because I love to teach manifestation hacks, but as I'm saying, the truth is if you're not showing up for yourself, if you're not learning how to love yourself, to feel good in your skin, to treat yourself as a very important person, as a VIP, if you're not learning to do that, the money can't come to you. The love, the success, the plus, 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 the miracles, the blessings, they can't come to you because you're not open to receive by pouring into ourselves, by learning how to show up to, for ourselves, we're getting the ultimate memo of why we're here is to learn how to love yourself, to learn how to love yourself unconditionally, to stop abandoning yourself, to stop neglecting yourself, your spiritual needs, your body needs. It's time to come back into right relationship with yourself. And yes, our life is busy, 
but you are worth it. You are worth 10 minutes. You are worth half an hour. You are worth taking the whole damn day to yourself. But I understand, like I truly understand a very busy life, but if you can't take 10 minutes for you, yet you expect to manifest massive miracles, those two things are working against each other because you're not valuing yourself very much in your needs, but you're asking for big manifestations, which require a higher amount of self-worth. So I hope that this made sense. There's so much power behind a daily practice. And by the end of this lifetime, I really hope that you master this. I really hope you master it now, but the power of showing up for ourselves every day with the energy of this is me showing up for myself because I am worth it. That will change your life. That will change your health, your nervous system, your abundance, your manifestations, your connection to spirit, your connection to your spirit guides, your, your spirit team. It'll amplify your healing journey, your self-love journey, your confidence journey. It helps to reduce things like fear and feeling self-conscious and self-sabotage because self-sabotage is sabotaging ourselves. But when you learn how to do the opposite, which is nourishing yourself, you start to ease up those other ways that you may self-sabotage. So by adopting a daily practice where you put on music for 10 minutes and dance with the intention of connecting to yourself, you also help to heal the self-sabotaging behavior with maybe procrastination or fear or binge eating or whatever else that it is that you feel that you do by practicing showing up for yourself. You're actually remedying your remedying <laughs> your, yeah, you're remedying, <laughs> um, that self-sabotage energy. So I cannot say it enough. A daily practice is more than a should. It's more than I should do it because that's what spiritual people do. This is you showing up for yourself. Showing up for yourself does not have to include $10,000 on a mentor or some big new fancy thing or new clothes or whatever it is. It's an energy of taking space for yourself, being worthy of taking up space in your own life. You are worthy of 10 minutes a day of something soul nourishing. It will also help to amplify your success. As I said, your health, your mental and emotional well-being. If you have a business or you, I was going to say if you have a business or if you have a job, um, it will help your performance. It will help your success because somebody who takes care of themselves has an attractive energy, not just pardon me, not just attractive, like sexy, but an attractive energy to the world because you are being that heightened vibration. Even for 10 minutes a day, you are being that heightened vibration and you will attract more high vibration things. So there's endless reasons to create a daily practice and to create one that really changes your life is you making a list of all those things you really, truly love to do for yourself the things that, you know, make sure on the list to have a lot of things that are free, a lot of things that, you know, you don't need to have a lot of time and then have other things like a 90 minute yoga class you buy, or, you know, taking yourself away to an Airbnb, but we want to be able to do it even when we don't have a ton of money or a ton of extra time. Cause that's the biggest lesson of all is can you see yourself as worthy of that time, even when you're busy? Can you be worthy of that time, even when a hundred other people are asking things of you? Can you prioritize yourself? Can you see yourself as worthy of that time? That will go farther 
for your bliss, for your healing, for your manifestation than any one manifestation chant or prompt or anything. Those, they cannot work if you're not learning how to love yourself and have that self-worth, which is why the healing journey is so important in all of this as well. So I hope that this helped you, my love. I would love to see you in the daily practice challenge where we will be talking all about this for 14 days. I will be helping you through, giving you lots of new resources. Um, But if nothing else, your homework today is to write out, even right now if you can, to write out 10, 15 things, like all the things that I mentioned that you like doing, things that are simple to do, things that you you um, have enjoyed in the past. And remember that you can find almost anything on YouTube. So maybe it's EFT and you go, but where am I going to find EFT? Search it online. There's lots of free stuff. There's lots of beautiful like morning stretch routines, which by the way, I created in the daily practice. I created one, Um, but like a morning moving your body routine or a gentle 10 minute seated yoga. Like there's a million things online that you can find for you. Or of course, you can just do it intuitively. So anyway, that's enough on that. I love you so much. I hope this served you. If you have not yet come over to Instagram, come find me. It's at Talia Joy Manifestation. And make sure to check the link below. Um, All the links in the show notes. I have so many fun things, including the new freebie center that you can get free access to and get a bunch of different, um, there's a meditation, there's a couple, there's a workbook. There's a few different things there for you to really help you in your journey to help you get unblocked, to help you manage stress, to help you manifest. So check the link below and get access to the freebie center. Join me in the daily practice challenge, or just check below and see if there's anything there that interests you. And I will see you in the next episode. I love you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode. It truly means a lot. And I really, really hope that it served you. I invite you to check out the show notes. There's all sorts of action down there, including the Awakening Her daily practice, which is a beautiful daily practice to process your emotions and manifest what it is that you want. In the show notes, you'll also find the Awakening Her manifesting apparel store, how to reach me on Instagram and Facebook, as well as some one-to-one opportunities. So make sure to check that out and I'll see you in the next episode.